Welcome, everyone, to the Shadoof Podcast. I'm Weston Smith. And I'm Dustin Harding. And we have an awesome show for you today. But first, mm-hmm. I want to tell you about a little bit of an experience, something that we learned. Constantly learning. We're constantly learning. Right? That's what I love. It's always an education. So you know that I like to learn new vocabulary words. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. In well, fact, isn't there a word... For somebody that there likes is, words? There is, uh, that I actually know. I'm sure you know that word. <laughs> it's a logophile who has a, some sort of fascination about interesting new words. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of looking up some words regarding what we're going to talk about today. Yes. And we were looking for something that related to connecting with or, or being in sync with something, right? Yep, yep. And I come across the word jibe, J-I-B-E. And I said, wait a second. <laughs> I have always been saying jive, and I think that's all I've ever heard anyone else say. Is that, that's what you say. Yeah, that's, 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 I don't know how often I use the word, but, but yeah, when you I've, hear I, it. I've always thought jive with a V. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, jive, jive, what is this word? So then I looked up jive, and I'm like, oh, jive doesn't have it. Jive is like a, a lively music or dance or, you know, yeah. something like that. The jive, right? Yeah, it reminds me of when I was, I don't know, this was several years ago. I was in the car with my with my wife and finally had the realization that it's not porcupine. <laughs> it's porcupine. Porcupine. Yeah, I, I said it fast, so I don't think anyone ever caught on, porcupine. nor did I. That, right. But I was saying porcupine that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, we all have those. Yeah. Anyways, so now our listeners can know the difference between jive and jibe. Jibe is to be in sync with or connect with someone really well or yeah. something really yeah, yeah. well. Okay, so with, with that clarification aside. Yeah, got that clarification. Okay, tell us what we're talking about today. So we're going to talk about the jibe with a B metric score. The jibe metric score or JMS. JMS. So this is kind of like a neat score algorithm that we've created. But before we get into exactly what this score does, I want to give you a little bit of a backstory. Okay. Uh, So, you know, some of the research that we do and some of the research that I've been interested in is, is sales. Like, what really are the best sales techniques? There's not a lot of, like, actual research, just a lot of opinion there, right? Right. But one of the things that they often talk about in sales is mirroring, right? Okay. Um, mirroring, you could mirror body language, you could mirror the way somebody talks. The speed at which someone talks. Yep. Uh, the vocabulary that they use or yep. the volume of their voice. Yeah. And what it is, is it's, it's trying to, to be more similar to them because there's right. research that shows that uh, the more similar you are to a person, the more similar they perceive you to be at least, okay. the better you are able at persuading them. Or selling to them. Closing the sale. Closing the sale. Yeah. And there's research on this. It's kind of funny research, but they've done some research on uh, incidental similarity. Little things like, oh, hey, we're from the same town. Or, oh, you know, we have the same birthday. Um, These little random Mm. incidental things. Right. They show that that increases the persuadability in a sales-ish kind of context. Okay. The issue with this is it's it's like, oh, great. Well, now I when I meet a customer, I can say like, hey, uh, 
what's your birthday? No way, that's my birthday too. Yeah, you, yeah. you're not gonna do that. Do right? you straight up lie to them? Yeah, then? Like, just just like, hey, where are you from? Oh, <laughs> you've talked about this from the buckle. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would go to the buckle and I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, just looking at some clothes and guaranteed some some clothing salesperson would just come up to me and they'd be like hey man dude are you from around here i'd be like oh i went to school you know here whatever and they're like oh no way do you know skyler <laughs> something like that and i'd be like ah, i know maybe a couple of <laughs> anyways we never really figured out who we knew it seemed to be a, a pattern like every right. time you'd go in there they try to connect with you on some on some level like coincidentally and it's reaching it was a poor way to try to build that connection, right? Right. You're, you're trying to build that connection and that similarity so you can better jibe with a bee. Jibe with them. With them, right? That's right. But it is done poorly, obviously, in those situations. But it is something important. Like, yeah. when you're meeting with a customer, you do want to jibe with them. Right. Like, you want to be able to understand them, to know what their focus is, and to match that focus. Right. Customers, they have their own focuses, they have their own worries, they have their own problems. And you don't want to be in a completely different area talking about other problems and solutions that don't really match their context. Of course. Right? It totally makes sense. But, you know, I, I hear a lot of people talk about this in training. But what I was really wondering about was, is there a way to measure this? Is there a way to measure how well somebody's jibing with the customer's focus and yeah. with, with the customer's interests? Something quantifiable, some sort of indicator or something. Yeah. That seems like a pretty intense challenge. It's a crazy challenge. Yeah. yeah. So what went into this is, so I was working with um, Gary Johnson. He heads the sales program at UVU. Yeah. He ended up having this data, which data is a loose term for this. Okay. He had access to, uh, so there was a big sales competition. There's These sales competitions are awesome. They put okay. a lot of money into these sales competitions from people all over the U.S. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. And uh, and and companies hire from these sales competitions. It's a big okay. big deal. And so the data that we had was video footage of each sales presentation. And so what yeah. they would do is they would actually they rented out this hotel, and they, there were students in these cases. They would just bounce around all day, go into these different hotel rooms. And the customer had kind of a role that they were supposed to fill. Okay. And, and the, each student would go, and there was a specific product or service that they were selling to this customer. So they had kind of a, a prepared pitch. Yeah, a prepared pitch, just like any employee would, right? Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you go in with this somewhat prepared pitch, right? Okay. And then as you're in there, you're just in there with this customer selling the product, but there are judges watching you through the camera. And everybody has a few judges watching this, and they all rank everybody. And then there's there's several rounds. And as the competition goes, you know, fewer and fewer people are invited to those rounds until you get a winner. So my data was the video footage and the scores from the judges. That okay. was my data. All right. And so we went through and we actually transcribed everything using software. Wow. So then I had all the words that everybody used, all the conversations. Then I built this algorithm in R that would look at, based on the words that customers were using, what they were mainly focused on. Okay. And how well the salesperson matched that focus. I see. That became this jibe metric score. 
That's incredible. That we were able to give everybody. And it ended up being highly predictive of their success. Really? So, yeah. It's So when you think about like everything that would go into these sales presentations, everything that would maybe predict their score. When you're looking at data, there's all kinds of noise all over the place, right? Uh-huh. So in the sales competition, you think, okay, what are some predictors? You have uh, maybe maybe gender, maybe, um, maybe how prepared a person was, maybe how tired they were at that moment. How rehearsed they how sounded. How rehearsed they sounded. So there's all kinds of things that you could, you know, if you had data on, you could kind of grab, and then you could use these to kind of you can put them together like, okay, how can we grab these measures and how much of their final score can we predict? Okay. okay. And so for a lot of statisticians and stuff, it's about getting different variables and things to try to predict the best they can, whatever their interest is. In this okay. case, it would be, okay, what's their score? How can we predict their score? Okay. Right. So there's all kinds of variants and stuff that could go into this. But this Jive metric score, it alone predicts 27% of their score. Wow. twenty. I mean, I'm no salesperson, but that sounds like a game changer for, yeah. Yeah, for, for predicting sure. how successful you're going to be. 27%? Yeah. So there really is a lot to this jibing, right? Right. It has a huge influence on your success in sales. Well, and it's incredible too, like you said, that you're able to create a measurement from it. That yep. It's not just like, oh, you have kind of an ability like, oh, this person's really good with people and, and he jibes really well with them, right? Yeah, yeah. He's able to connect with them and kind of create this friendship. Like that seems something that's like, oh, you couldn't measure that. That's just, he's got the je ne sais quoi, you know, yeah, he's, yeah, got yeah. The, he's got the whatever ability that makes him a really good salesperson. But you're saying that with these measurements, you can give them a score yeah. and that can predict a good likelihood of how successful they're going to be in the sale. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And what I really like about this measure is it's trainable, right? Yeah. And this is just really taking into the main thing we had was the words that they were using, right? Right. Uh, and so if we can nail down this score and teach sales individuals how to jibe using language alone and phone sales and stuff, that alone is like right. a huge, huge industry, right? Well, and it's huge now because of the condition of the world where yep. where there's not really a lot of face-to-face sales happening. Damn. Okay, well, this sounds really awesome, but for people to apply this, where can we go with this? What would be the next steps for this? Yeah, so I would love to apply this more, right? Mm -hmm. We're just in the beginning of this algorithm. So what what we actually need is just more data. Okay. I think I've got some here. Here. Oh, 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 this whole time. This whole time. (laughs) I love it. No. um, Where do we get the data? Yeah, so this data set was awesome, but what we would love is to use the same algorithm in the real world, not just a sales competition, but in a real sales context, right? So if anyone out there works for a company where you're recording sales calls. Which they all do. I've worked in phone sales calling jobs, right? Yeah. So the data is sitting there somewhere. Yeah. And we just need access to it just to run data. That would help us. It would help that company out as well. But uh, yeah, if your current company or if you know somebody and you, you have that data and you're willing to share it with us, let us know. Like, uh, we just want to further this research because really, I think it can help out a lot of people. Yeah. And like, of course, we would keep things confidential. We were not going to share any information or anything right, like that. Right, make sure everything's private. Uh, that sounds incredible. So great opportunity for anyone listening. Yeah, we talk about cool research sometimes, but this sounds like a huge opportunity. Right. What if you could train 
your sales force to jibe. And you would have an indicator that shows how well they're doing that. I love it. And maybe even to have a, almost like a predictor of success. You know, I know with sales industries, they kind of retroactively gauge the success, you know, to predict future success. Yeah. But, but if someone is scoring high on this JMS, this jibe metric score, then even if they are not getting sales now, given time, it will predict their level of success. Yeah. I mean, you could even... <laughs> Sorry, we're just bouncing ideas off right now. And uh, right. I hope you're enjoying this, but uh, it would be awesome. Like, say you are hiring for a sales position and you do a little role play with, with the person and you measure their jibe metric score wow. in the role play. You know, yeah. like things like that could be so cool. So cool. That sounds incredible. So really, seriously, I, I know we're kind of talk lightly about this, this would be huge if someone out there could let us know of a potential partner that we could yeah. get some of this data. Uh, also, let us know any questions or comments. Email us, info at shadoof.org. We would love to respond to any of those. Also, if you are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would probably be the best place. Uh, we would love to hear from you. We would love some awesome reviews. And tell your friends about us too, dang it. Like, share, subscribe, everything. And we'll see you next time on the Shadoof Podcast. Oi, Mike, how's you doing, guys?